Welcome back, everybody. I've been on a long sabbatical. I had rumspringa this past couple weeks, so I've been taking my time, relaxing, experiencing the world, getting away from the Amish faith, which I've faithfully been growing up my entire life. And one thing you haven't been doing is schoolwork. That's dude, true. Dude never shows up anymore and leaves me alone all day. I hit the Zoom option sometimes at school. I'm diverting from the class system. Dude, those people that Zoom in and teachers that revolve the class around the Zoomers just irritates me so much. Just either show up or skip. Be a man and just skip. Just, just don't do any of it. <laughs> That's the, if you're going to miss class, don't do a single thing for the class. Be you. a true rebel. Did you ever skip school in high school? Uh, Yeah. My dad was a teacher at my school, so occasionally I'd send him a text and be like, Hey, Dad, I'm really not trying to be in class right now. and We're not doing anything. Can you get me out of class? And he'd, he'd send me a text like 10 minutes later. All right, just... Uh, just emailed the secretary and she got back to me. You're good to go. And I just walk out of class. Dude, my, my senior year, I had English class at like 7 a.m. And I hated it. And then I had study hour at 9 a.m. So I would just skip first hour. And then all my friends would come over at 9 a.m. for study hour. And I would just... You had, you had class at 7 a.m.? Yeah, school was like 7.30 to 3. Out. 2.30 or something. Ours is like 7.50... And then they moved it eventually to like 8.20, I think, because they heard, they heard some studies that if you start school at like 8.20 or after or whatever, kids are however much more likely to come to school. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me. But at the same time, like, you got to think about sports. If your school is going from like 9 to 4, like, what, are you going to have football practice at from 5 to 7? Yeah. It just doesn't, doesn't or really work eight out. Or 5 to 8 or whatever. I don't know. I always thought the Morning Star was not the worst thing ever. It was just whatever. What did you mainly play? Sports wise? Yeah. Football was my life revolved around that for the spring. Or not. Oh, uh, you spring, just like hanging out in the, the locker the room around a bunch of guys. Fucking no, dude. A bunch art, of sweaty jock straps. I, dude, I don't know what it is about the public school I went to, but like you hear about guys showering and just like, you know. But a lot of high dudes. Off. No, dudes would be wearing their underwear <laughs> in the showers. Like we would have before school practice uh, and everyone yeah. would wear their underwear. And that seems kind of weird because, you I mean, it's an all dudes locker room. But like, like, you know, everybody's got the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but it was just like, there was just, I feel like if one guy walked in just like buck naked, that he would be the weird one because everyone else was like covering up in a strange way. No, that's true for sure. You Well, and also like, all right, we're just going to dive into it. Not to go too deep in to detail but if you're a man playing sports sometimes things aren't as big as they <laughs> seem like they should be and so in the locker room last thing you want to be is someone caught with a little bit of shrimp dick no i mean dude it's cold out it's you're real. not you're not you're not at all you know there's no last thing you want is some rumors flying around the school that you have a shrimp dick you look down you got a pinky right there you're like i don't know how to tell you guys it's just, <laughs> we just got through running in the morning I, i'm not <laughs> guys it's fucking 65 degrees in this place Sorry, I'm a little nervous. It's not my fault. But yeah, like nah, that's that's funny. Yeah, I did football in the fall, and then I did track and field in the spring, which was a mistake. I should have played golf because that's actually a life skill. Dude, my brother played. So my dad is like real into golf, and um, we played since we were able to walk basically. And I played in tournaments and stuff for a lot of my life until I got serious about baseball in like fifth or sixth grade. And then stop playing in golf tournaments and stuff. But my brother played at Missouri State. He's really, really good. 
Yeah, you hit the ball hella far, dude. I play golf kind of like I play basketball. Like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but I haven't played in a little bit. What about that win last night? That was nice, man. I... For those who don't know, we had first round of playoffs for our intramural basketball league. We had six players show up. Most of us are above the age of 24. Don't particularly run a lot. I, I'd say a lot of us work out a lot, but we're not in necessarily good shape or good endurance. So it was rough to play with six people for the entire time. I played I played every single minute of that game. I think it now I have a shin splint. I was role-playing my ass off. We're talking defense, picks, rebounds, not handling the ball, that kind of thing. <laughs> like, like, I will do whatever it fucking takes to make sure that nobody scores on me, but do not throw me the ball at all. <laughs> Nothing me. good's happening. That's me. Dude, my favorite highlight of, or actually I guess I'll call it a low light of the game, was whenever you got thrown the ball and you just, just had the perfect up. opportunity to turn and shoot a layup, but you got a little scared, so you didn't like jump, like you didn't do it automatically, and then like you like froze for a second, and then you kind of you kind of screwed yourself. Well, I just told you I I play like a wimp. It's I just don't yeah. have that beast also, in me on basketball, man. Also, like you should have absolutely zero confidence in your basketball game, considering you didn't even play high school basketball. And you don't ever practice basketball. And you show up once a week, you strap your boots on like everybody else, and you put in freaking work. <laughs> it's blood, sweat, and tears. That's what happens on that court every week, folks. Dude, I don't know what I expect. I expect to be better than like I, than I am, even though I only play like three times a year. I'm like, dude, why, why am I so inaccurate? I've shot <laughs> 10 free throws this whole year. That's like the What's human the- condition, though, right? Shit. You think you're always supposed to be a lot better... At things and you really are. Dude, that's like me. I, I keep having these like these daydreams about softball tomorrow where I'm just hitting dingers, man. In my head, I'm hitting three, four You're home runs the world. <laughs> I'm just hitting I'm fucking being a monster tomorrow. <laughs> and watch me just like pop out every time. Just pop out to right late late on a slow pitch ball. No, it'll be early, dude. It's so hard to hit the, the slow yeah, pitch. It is. It's hard to wait. And it's kind of di- it's kind of a different swing than like baseball or Stuff like that. Like baseball, you kind of sit on your back foot, but like slow pitch, the ball's coming down on an arc. So you almost got to hit like you have to you have to aim for like middle, middle upper half of the of the softball, because if you hit really like unless you get in that sweet zone, like right below the middle line of the softball as it's coming down, then then the ball is going to go a long way. Yeah. But otherwise, if you hit a little lower than that, you're just going to pop out. Dude, and I think a, a major key is to just not swing at the junk because, I mean, it's slow pitch. People are throwing terrible pitches and so many people are swinging at it getting, you know, just getting running, their, running their strike count yeah. out, hitting little bloopers. Like, just wait for your good pitch. Fuck the people that are telling you to swing and just, just crank one. Yeah. For sure. Dude, this, this chair is comfy as hell. Yeah, that's where I play Fortnite I like every chair. night. It's sweet. Imagine being 25 years old and playing three hours of Fortnite every day. (laughs) (laughs) Single, nice little apartment to yourself, nice little chair, little Fortnite. Dude, I mean, I... I, Little talk to your girlfriend on the phone action. Yeah. It's a life. I couldn't imagine sitting down at 8 p.m. and, like, ripping some homework or reading for the next day. Dude. Like, I got... 
I got three guys inviting me to an Xbox party trying to play Fortnite. And like, there's no doubt in my mind that I'm playing. Your time's valuable. Your time's valuable. You got to squat up with the boys. Hell yeah. Got to squat up with the boys. What are we talking about? No, but... Oh, what, were, what was I thinking? I was just thinking of something. Uh, oh, yeah, the Amish Rum Springer stuff. That's kind of interesting. I heard some some like groups started at like 16 and some started at like 18 to Talk 21. Talking about when they like are break away from the group and go well, out and live in the real world for a little bit? They have a choice. So they have a choice and they can be sworn into the church immediately. And then they're like held to higher standards apparently. Or they can go do their Rumspringer thing and then decide if they want to come back. Or Don't they, they can not separate. come back a lot, or am I, do, they, do they come I back? I would say they probably come back a lot. I feel like it'd be pretty hard to dip on your whole family for drugs, sex, and alcohol, but we've all been there. <laughs> That's college, man. Whenever I think of Amish people, I think of that family guy skit where they're, they they build a barn in like three seconds and then someone blows it up and then they just rebuild it like... 10 yeah. times in a row. Yeah, they do. Just hyper efficient yeah. woodworking and just no hardworking, nose to the grindstone type people. We have a lot of Amish communities out where I'm from. and I'm not built for that kind of stuff, man. No. Well, <laughs> your family doesn't do it. I mean, you weren't like indoctrinated into it, sort of, but no, it's I'm weird to me that they work. don't even have a choice, really. Like, they're just born into it and they do it. True. That would suck, dude. If you're, you're born in America, which would be awesome, but then you're like, wait, I'm Amish. We don't use technology. I work 12-hour days. I can't yeah. do any drugs at all except for rum springer. Yeah, but at the same time, like, you don't even really, I feel like you don't even really know that shit. And maybe some, some societies do. Maybe some societies are involved in modern America more so they know what they're missing out on, but some don't. I think some like You've truly gotta, live like the traditional way of no cell phones, no necessarily communication with the outer world. You've got to like catch That's word bizarre. though. Like you're, you're, you're just chilling in your village one day and a Tesla just rips by. You're like, what the hell is that? What the fuck? He's at a spaceship. What was that? Like you, you catch on, you get a little glimpse of the internet and you're like, what yeah. the hell? You're like, wait, was it? You're like, was, was that a rocket? A, you're like anime? Wait, what? Wait, wait. What? So they have a, they have a plastic computer that's like a square thing with random numbers that pop up and they're controlling some quote unquote drone that is in on Mars right now what Mars is a planet other planets exist nah dude don't that's the Amish don't far. the Amish think the world's flat or is that is that not like mutual is, that is not it not same? I don't think so I don't. I don't know. People have persuasive ass arguments, man. I'll, I'll get lost on some Reddit thread and reading. I'm like, damn, maybe the world is flat. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my buddy was I'm talking like, about how cool of a concept would it be if, like, a fantasy series where the world is actually flat, and it's just like there's giant ice walls and just crazy shit beyond it, and you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I think it is partially flat. All I know is when I will go outside and look around, the, the ground is flat. The ground is flat. I don't see curvature. Don't see curvature. But also, it's almost like you can look in the sky, and it's just like kind of makes sense that it would be curvature because like the sky, like I don't know, it just seems like it curves. No, you're indoctrinated, dude. That's just what they want you to think. True. I think if I'm going to go fully into this right-wing extremist conservative mode that everybody <laughs> thinks I'm in 
<laughs> then I should just fully embrace it. The earth's flat. I endorse Donald Trump 2024. I'm proud for it. I'm happy for it. I'm glad that things will get back to normal. I'm glad that maybe people chill out and realize that things weren't actually as bad as they think they were during that period of time. Just I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? My main argument right now, gas was a buck sixty. A buck sixty. It's almost almost three twenty five now. Miss me with that shit. I'm broke. For real. Remember whatever the government or the institutions tell you, think otherwise. Think otherwise. Think the you, opposite. See, you see a Always. man in a suit, turn your back away and run. Lock your door. <laughs> Lock your door. That was actually like a famous quote or like sort of like a stigma of the earlier days of America or even or even the 1900s. It's like a it's like a phrase that even my dad was raised around was if you see a man in a suit, lock your door. Just the idea that don't trust anybody. Don't trust the government. Don't trust. That's how it was with cops, dude. Yeah. Throw out your door. Don't open. I back see the that shit in the news about people getting shot. People are going to the, like the cops are going to the wrong house. Next thing you know, are you talking about like no to... knock warrants and stuff? Or no, dude, I was reading this thing on Reddit, of course, uh, where a guy like the cops went to the wrong house and this guy was was armed. He went to the door. It's like the middle of the night. And he's like, "What the hell is going on?" And they shot him because they were they were knocking on his door. They were knocking on the wrong door. They don't and know they how to shot work Google Maps. He was armed. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, I don't know the details like of the altercation, happens. but wasn't there a there was a black lady who would like. Woke up in the middle of the night or something. She was like a drug dealer. It was like maybe a year or two ago, two years, three three years ago. I believe the police had like a no-knock warrant. And she, the story allegedly was that she thought that like somebody was just intruding in into her house in the middle of the night. Because all of a sudden her door's being busted down. And so she fired at the cops, not knowing apparently that it was the cops. And then she ended up dying. That's the scariest thing. The government has so much power. They can literally take everything take you lives. have, take your life, everything Dude, away. That is the perfect segue. Thank you for bringing that up into my China topic. China. 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 Xi Jinping. Looks like Winnie the Pooh, for real. He kind of does. You can't really even see his eyes. But. Do you ever did you ever hear of anything called the Silk Road back in the old days in your Yeah, sure have. You have? What yeah. is your what is your knowledge on the Silk Road? Uh so it connected um East Asia all the way to Europe and it was basically just like a pipeline of of trade routes. carts and camels and horses that just allowed everyone to trade with each other and really increase the technological advances of the world, the ancient world. Isn't that crazy? Like they were trading textiles, like silk, mainly from China. Um, just it's insane how much power, like a uh, like the Silk Road, like a a major trade route gives you. And China has been working on this One Belt One Road initiative, where they're essentially making a new Silk Road over in China. What do you mean, like connecting? China to China, like like interconnecting their country, or no? So they're what they're doing is they're taking, they're making a major highway system essentially, and they're and uh, also like shipping lanes for uh, sea vessels as well. But what they're doing is I think there's like six main highway systems that come out of China. Four out of the six go through the province of Xijiang, China, which is northwest China essentially, and. Uh, 
that is bordered by a lot of the Central Asia, Muslim countries, Afghanistan, uh, essentially all the stands, the stand countries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. Essentially all the stands, stand countries. Um, but anyways, those are Muslim, predominantly Muslim, Muslim countries, and the northwest part of China, Xinjiang. Xinjiang I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, is predominantly controlled by Uyghur Muslims. Do you know anything about Uyghur Muslims? Yeah, I know they're rounded up into camps and treated really badly. Indeed, they are, my friend. Indeed, they are. I can't. I think it was like maybe. 2017 when a lot of this started up could be wrong on the dates exactly but um, some of these Uyghur Muslims had the audacity to act out against the Chinese government who treats their people so well (laughs) and so basically Xi Jinping starting this whole one belt one road initiative that's going to run right through Uyghur Muslim territory of of Xi Jinping he decides that he's going to send most of his state, like most trusted state officials up to that area and set up major, basically concentration camps, you know, um, make these people work, forced labor. Uh, they killed a lot of people. They torture people. And it's all a, it's all a done under the guise of ending extremism, separatism, and terrorism. In the, in the region because the One Belt One Road Initiative is going to open up that region of China to a lot of the, a lot of the Central Asian world, which he's scared of China, basically having that external influence of Mus of the Muslim religion and of all those countries and it causing issues in the future for China. Sounds like you went down a rabbit hole Crazy. recently. Writing a paper for my international law class. The UN's actually looked into the whole situation. It was led by 22 countries, Western countries mainly, that sent this. I don't know if it's a declaration, I think it is, or, or like basically a recommendation to the UN saying, hey, look into the what's going on in China because like there's some major human rights abuses going on right now like major from satellite images from just stories of like hearing of families being separated like for example the the customs and immigration department in America seized a uh, oh where's my phone the- seized they seized a ship shipment full of what was it 13 tons of hair of Damn. hair. Gross. Do you know why? No. Because they were using the hair to create hair products to sell in American hair products. So a lot of the weave like that yeah. black women use and stuff are actually it's actually hair from Uyghur Muslims <laughs> in the camps who have had their heads shaved and are being detained <laughs> and going through slave labor. Oh my god. Is that not insane? Insane, 13 tons of hair. And this guy on a podcast that I was listening to, um, he's a major international law, like state official. Guess how many people 13 tons of hair comes from, if you had to guess. Mm, it's just a random. Uh, 957,000. 250,000 women. Oh, I overshot that. 
And think about that. That's that's one shipment that they caught. One shipment. Well, maybe the UN will send them a strongly worded recommendation. They letter. did. That's about all they do is send letters. Yeah. Well, that's all they can do is because it's state sovereignty. You can't actually tell a country. You can't actually force a country to do something without invading them and literally changing their government. True, and then which they will not do to China. And which they will not do, and which also China is a major world power who has nuclear weapons. So what's the United States going to do? What's the UN going to do? Invade them? No. And also, you want to know the messed up thing is I could get on my computer right now, but I can't remember. Somewhere around the mid-30s, like 33 to 36 countries went originally went against um, – the UN recommendation by the Western countries saying that the UN should look into this situation and should recommend that they change the situation and fix everything. Like 33 or 36 countries went against that recommendation and over half of them were Muslim countries, like predominantly Muslim countries. And what's interesting about that is that people are speculating that it's because of the amount of money that... China is giving to all of those countries through the One Belt, One Road initiative. They're providing these countries with billions of dollars worth of loans. And so these countries were passive on it and were like, yeah, sure, do whatever you want. Like, sure, they are Muslim people and we're Muslim countries and we support Muslim people, but we also need this funding. So like they've kind of down the road, like the as time has gone on, they've kind of renounced that and some of them switch sides, but it's just a crazy situation where so much stuff is going on. Dude, I can just imagine Chinese officials just like reading these recommendation letters from the UN and just laughing. Just being like, yeah. Okay. They sent like a 106 page response back yeah. where they're just like, this is complete lies. This is complete fabrication. There's no forced labor going on at all. And then like, by the way, we're not doing anything about our emissions. Sorry about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what what's messed up even more about that is that they are like some of the leaders in production of, of the world factories and production. So out of all people that should be taking the climate stuff very seriously. We need it to be them. But at the same time, Americans are addicted to that cheap stuff. That wait, cheap wait, wait, wait. Did you just say we should take climate stuff very seriously? Well, I'm just saying if anybody out of people of any country in the entire world should focus on their climate emissions and stuff, it should be China. They're the ones that produce most of the stuff. <laughs> But like the U.S. is like, oh, we're here, we're being so, so good, everything, because we we take care of all of our factories and we make sure that everything is so green and blah, blah, blah. Well, there's a reason that nobody has businesses here. There's a reason that all the shit has been shipped to China. It's because that shit costs money. It's nobody, so no corporations want to pay any of that. Yeah. You ever, you hear about like some of those Asian countries like Japan, Korea, having a really hard time with their, their birth rates dropping. Yeah. They're having like these newer generations, like no one's wanting to have kids. I've shit. actually looked into that a little bit. I think the birth, I think uh, fertility in men has almost been cut by like, I'm going to get this wrong, but I want to say it was like 50 to 70% since like the 1970s. Because of plastics, because of all of the farm products, the pesticides that they're using. Yeah, um, I mean, I, 
I have a ton of information. I can. I, I hear. I hear that, but I think it's a cultural thing, man. Like people just they're, they're being also they're being longer, worked yeah. so hard in these countries that they don't even have time. They don't even like want to to have kids anymore, and that's just like kind of a scary almost. Well, but what's interesting though is that like a lot of the countries that do have reduced population, like reproduction rates. Sorry, I'm burping. Uh, are more developed countries. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. People are like, oh, we're we're going to wait until we're 30 or whatever to have kids, to move on with a life because we, we are taking work more seriously. I think that's just like a, a really bad shift in society. Like people living for work and not living for their life and like... I don't know, man. No, for I sure. think people put work on such a pedestal, like it's gonna, it's gonna, sure. it's gonna rule their life, and it's just not healthy. I think. No, it's not healthy at all. Because at the end of the day, it's sad to think about it this way, but um, if you if you spend your entire life on work, and you decide someday that okay, I'm done or whatever, or let's take the case of somebody who works their entire life and then like dies suddenly, like in a freak accident. Sucks to say, but that person's being replaced at work within a week or two. It's true. And everybody forgot about it. And nobody at that work was really your friend. It's all just like, we're just here. We're acquaintances. Like, I have to deal with you while I'm at work. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to get to know you at a deep level. But at the same time, I spend a large majority of my life here. So it's just like an empty connection that you spend your entire life building and then it's just all gone and you're replaced by somebody else like nothing ever happened that's yeah. that's why family is so important that's why building connections with your family and friends and like actually establishing good deep connections is so important in my head well, yeah that's i mean personally i've never been one to be like super social at work i go to work i like do my job you know i'll be friendly and uh good at like small talk around the office and say hi to people but i'm not like making good friends with everyone I end up hanging out with like my girlfriend or good friends or family like yeah. off work I'm kind of a loner too I'm also like one of the younger guys at the office by far most everyone is is quite aged <laughs> <laughs> the old guys are so funny at work though man they, they send me like five word emails or it, honestly it'll be three words it'll say, it'll say come see me yep. that's it yep I'm like dude where's your uh like, what's the context Where's your sign-off? Where's your pronouns? What the hell, man? Yeah, where's your pronouns? What the hell, man? How where's the he, him, whatever? <laughs> I. That's, that is bizarre to me. It just, so it, I think, I think it just me. shows that you're, like, on board. You're, like, your allegiance is to the, to the mainstream. It's 100% virtue signaling. You're, like, I, just, just letting you know, by the way, that I'm on your team. Yeah, exactly. Do you think the people that are still wearing masks right now... Are, do you think they're virtue signaling or do you think they're actually still scared of some Honestly, illness? I think the people that are still wearing them have some kind of medical condition that's making their immune system like so weak that they're like, I need to wear this to protect myself. Because I don't, they're, I mean, what, you can't even say that they're listening to like CNN or some other place or like the, the, the 
the World Health Organization, right. or whatever, because like they're not actually recommending that you wear these anymore. So they're wearing it on their own volition. Yeah, they're wearing it because of their own problems that they've that they've expanded in their mind for whatever reason. So it's that's why I think it is. Yeah, that's interesting too. I mean, because you see, well, occasionally I'll see driving somebody in their car by themselves wearing a mask, and it's like, are you trying to? Stay away from getting infected by yourself because the mask is literally doing that for you. Well, or on top of that, I see like someone walking around campus. It's like 80 degrees sunny. They're not near anyone and they're wearing one. And I'm like, I don't understand. I think I think COVID, the whole COVID thing. Now, this is obviously a controversial opinion and it is an opinion. But COVID exposed who truly is really mentally ill in this fucking country. <laughs> and there's a lot of you motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so true. Like the people who freaked out, the people who wore buttons saying I'm vaccinated, all of those people, congrats, clap on, slap on the back. I'm glad that you did that. I'm glad that that's how you felt about the entire situation. But right now I'm laughing because you made a complete fool of yourself. I think it was just popular and cool to be supportive of. It's like, it's kind of like the, 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 the pronouns in your in your email sign off it's like just letting everyone know that you're on their side you're like i by the way i'm an ally we're together we are good people together right fuck the right the, the people that don't but what's messed up about it. that is that with that comes the assumption that if you aren't doing that that you're some bad person that you're some bad person who doesn't agree with all of the fact that like you actually do think everybody should have undeniable human rights like like you instantly become some racist some fascist whatever right-wing conservative because you don't believe the mainstream opinion which is was an opinion at the time it, it's not factual information if you pay attention over the three years everything that was said over that time is factual and credible was essentially wrong so like it's just it's just bizarre that people like don't like they just that they, they acted that way at that time. Yeah. I forgot people, my point. People, that I was people will to put make, you in a box. They do. They'll say, "Oh, that guy. That guy doesn't. He wasn't. He's not vaccinated. He's not wearing a mask. That must mean he believes all these other things. That, that must are, mean that he t- thinks his life is worth more than mine. Well, yeah, that they just think you're like a total dick. You're like you don't care about other people. It's like, uh, that's not necessarily true at all. <laughs> at all. Literally, that's, and that's what's crazy is that like you could also look at it from the perspective of, oh, he's not wearing a mask. He's he's doing some form of social disobedience of where it's like, regardless of what the situation is, I'm gonna live the life that I want to live. I'm gonna be happy and I'm gonna do what I'm, do what I want to do and do what, yeah. Period. Do what I want to do. That's America. Everybody has individual freedom. You want to do whatever you want to do. Go do it. If you completely disagree with what I'm saying, go for it. Like it's so true. I'm not going to say anything against you. I might disagree with your opinions, but I'm not going to turn you into anybody. I'm not going to say that you're a bad person for your views because you're not. This world is opinion based. There is no specific truth. Yeah, I, I I strongly believe that people should be able to do whatever the hell they want as long as it's not like infringing on others' rights or hurting other people. Yeah, if it's not hurting anybody, and, and I, sure, there's a difference too between physical hurt and mental emotional hurt because, like, 
anybody can get offended by anything they want to be offended by. True. You could say you could say that you have a really strong belief that everybody who stops at stop signs or who doesn't stop at stop signs should be put in prison for 10 years and there's going to be somebody in the world who's going to be like stop signs are the stupidest thing I've ever seen because whenever I pull up to a stop sign I look both ways and I don't care I shouldn't have to stop at it because it's stupid like that's just a fact there's going to be people with different opinions (laughs) that's true it reminds me of those guys that are like they like think that they're their own Free. What, what are they called when they're like they're their own yeah. free person like that doesn't have to, a sovereign individual that doesn't yeah. need to abide by any of the laws? They're like yeah. they're they're, right, they're driving around in their car. They're like, no, this is my vessel. <laughs> they're like on their own boat and they have their own laws and they just they end up in jail. That's, yeah, that's because they don't pay heaven. taxes. And there's one person in the world you don't mess with. It's the IRS. Damn, dude. Screw taxes. Screw taxes for sure. My mom does my taxes. I'm not gonna lie. Really? She's really good at it. That's good. That's nice. That's nice. My grandpa used to do ours, but we just sent him to somebody now. I usually don't, I don't make any money, so I usually get money, like a yeah, little bit of money back true. on taxes. I just taxes. make some in the summertime. But I'm gonna, one day I'm going to make Emily do my taxes. It's going to be great. That's going to be nice. Tur- <laughs> get, get her some TurboTax videos. She's good at taxes. She does her own taxes. Respect. How do we just go from that to TurboTax? I think it's I think it's all you should, it's like a tool, right? It just helps you out and helps you get the forms printed out or whatever. No, I'm just saying how do we go from what we were talking about to TurboTax? I don't know cuz it's all part of the system. The system's stupid. System's stupid. Me and Cooper should be able to run the whole system by ourselves and it would that's, make a lot more that sense. That's that's a quick way to make everything crash and burn, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get yeah. it. I'd be like, "Honestly, guys, like Everybody, I don't feel like I'm qualified to tell anybody what they should do. So just kind of keep doing your own thing. I would rely fully on the deep state. Well, also, if you put me in charge, next thing you know, we're having 30-hour work weeks. No overtime. (laughs) Forced leisure time. Forced leisure time. Everybody's chilling. It's basically... No work. After 5 p.m., if anyone talks about work... Right, straight to Fired. jail. Straight to jail. Fired. In jail. In jail. That's where I am. Most of the time I come to Columbia for class and then I do all the work that I absolutely have to do. And then I just work out, basically, and go home. Hell yeah, dude. The volcano turns on at turns 6, 6 p.m. and Fortnite gets fired up and next thing you know, it's... Gosh, what a life. It's the end of the night, man. What a life. What are you doing over there? Yeah, I'll have one. I bet you will. Right here. Yummy. Missouri is legal. So, so who do you think is going to win the Republican primary, Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump? 100% Donald Trump. Um, Ron, Ronnie boy, don't think he has enough of a like global, or not global, nationwide following. But... His biggest help is the amount of people that don't like Trump. It's the people who we were sitting at ITAP and they're talking, they're like, Democrats are my friend, blah, blah, blah. Like they're talking mad, mad crap on Democrats. And I was just like, whatever, you know, you guys do your thing. I love Democrats. I love everybody. But also I agree with a lot of stuff you're saying because they were talking about a lot of policy stuff that I like, but. 
Then the lady was like, but fuck Trump. You know, so there's going to be a lot of even Republicans who are diehard Republicans that still hate Trump. So Ron DeSantis' biggest help is going to be all of those individuals who don't like Trump, basically. And that's how Biden won the election, allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, apparently. I don't... What do I know? I didn't look into the results. Dude, I think I think Ron should just wait, you know, four years or... He's still young. He can he can just wait. He should focus on Florida for now. And Trump's his following is too large, man. He is gonna have to just endorse someone when it, when he ends. He's not gonna if he's running. No other Republicans gonna be able to to yeah. catch enough attention that they need to win. Yeah. So no, for sure, for sure. But Trump is honestly the most hilarious politician I've ever heard. Just oh the way gosh. that the mannerisms and the way his that stuff he speaks on Nelk Boys cracks was, me up, dude. His stuff on Nelk Boys was making me laugh so hard. Yeah, he's a comedian. His timing is perfect. He delivers things. And he's oh got these gosh. nicknames for everyone that are just hilarious. Oh, my gosh. When he was talking about his exchange with Kim Jong-un, yeah, that was hilarious. Hilarious how they're calling. He's like, yeah, we were just sitting there calling each other names. He's like, yeah, you're a little rocket man, huh? Little rocket man. He goes, did I even? I even sent him, sent him an album, sent him the Rocket Man album. But whenever we sent it, I noticed that it said South, made in South Korea on it. So I had, I had my team scratch that off. I yeah. didn't want that to appear on there. <laughs> Well, yeah, and like all these all these world leaders, he talks about how he's the best friend. He's like, yeah, I was talk, talking to Putin. He's just like 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 they're good friends. Like it, not, not, none of this stuff would have ever happened. Exactly. He's in office. Yeah. And like you know, shit. Maybe he's right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he is because what's hilarious is if you actually look back at all the tapes, all of the news media outlets. I talked about. We, I mentioned this earlier. All they said was. Oh, Trump's so incompetent. He's so inflammatory. He's going to get us into World War III. He's going to do this, that. He's going to cause war with Russia. He's going to cause war with China. None of that ever happened. The thought of a war with Russia or the thought of Russia invading the Ukraine was not even a thought while Trump was in office. And then as soon as the people get in who were talking about the fact, the possibility that there might be a war where Russia tries to take over Ukraine, as soon as those people who get in get in that happens that literally happens russia started invading the the ukraine hunters on the board of burisma making millions of dollars as a executive on the board like biden's involved in china having dealings dealings in china hunter biden's over in china meeting with a head of a major chinese corporation just happens to be there so what does joe biden do oh joe goes over to say his hi to his son because he's just so nice like that and he doesn't talk to anybody any heads of that corporation either and then he flies hunter back on air force two dude hunter hunter just wants to party man He's awesome. I he respect. To, like, I slam respect liquor him. and smoke crack. You should listen to his book, or you should at least listen to the War Moon well, podcast. I listen, I listen talking to, his, yeah. Well, I listened to Matt and Shane's talking about Hunter, uh, Hunter's book about about Joe, and it's wild. I was cracking up. Like Hunter's got some quote in there how he like tried out for about his bell ringers for, for his like uh, college football team. Like he ran a forty. Yeah, and the coach <laughs> is just like suit up, man. Pseudo. You're here for us. Like your 40 is so damn fast. That's just the funniest thing ever. I bet I could find it on YouTube where Hunter Biden's talking on his in his book about the first couple times where it did crack and how about how um, 
I, I'm not making fun of the guy's drug abuse. It's just, it's just interesting. But he literally at one point admits that he was smoking Parmesan cheese because he was going through his car floor, like his mat on his car floor and picking up every crumb that he saw that looked like crack cocaine and he was putting it in the pipe and smoking it. Talking about bell ringers, about how it seems like you can hear for miles away, but it's just really hypersensitivity and every thought in your brain is the greatest thought ever. And you're just like totally amped up, ready to go. That sounds like me walking around every day, dude. I know. Especially me, like in mid-workout, whenever the testosterone starts flowing through the body and you're just invincible. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> greatest thing ever. Oh. Guys, I'm sorry for taking a break on the podcast. I hope that all of you like the content that Cooper and I just put together for you, but I'm going to not lie. It was average at best. So I'm going to work on, work on improving that for everybody. But right now I got to get back to rum Springer and Cooper's got to get back to Fortnite. So any last words for the world? Keep it real. Donald Trump, 2024. DT 2024. MAGA, probably the best slogan ever, ever in the entire history of the world.